Uh, let's all sing out. And uh, after this one, we got a new one that we're going to learn tonight. So let's all sing out. The Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want. He makes me down to lie in pastures. out with the basses uh, singing this line that I'm going to teach in a minute. Then it adds in the sopranos. The basses continue singing their part. Then it adds in the altos and then finally the tenors. And, uh, and then it'll go into a part of the song that everybody's familiar with. It's the song, Our God is an Awesome God, but it's kind of a different arrangement, a really, really different arrangement, uh, but it sounds very, very beautiful. So um, what I want us to do is, is basses. I want you to sing out, and we'll sing this through just a couple of times without adding any parts, just so you guys can get it, because y'all are going to have to carry this thing through the whole way. So um, if you know it, sing out. How many of you do know it? Just show of hands. Okay. The youth group over here and a few others. Very good. Um, it's it's pretty pretty amazing. It sounds really good. So let's all sing out. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven.
song is one everybody's real familiar with. We'll sing the song Holy, 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 and uh, we'll start off singing this songs with just the sopranos, and then we'll add the altos, then we'll add the tenors, then we'll add the basses, and we'll all sing it through one more verse after that. So we'll start off with just the sopranos, and the second verse we'll add the altos, and so on. So just sopranos. Holy, holy.
if we could. Your only son, no sin too high, but you have sent him from your side to walk upon this guilty side and to become the Lamb of God. Your gift of love, they crucified, they laughed and scorned him as he died the humble king they named a fraud and sacrificed the lamb of god oh lamb of god sweet lamb of god i love the holy lamb of god oh wash me his precious blood, my Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. I was so lost, I should have died, but you have brought me to your side to be led by your staff and rod and to be called the Lamb of God. Oh, Lamb of God, sweet Lamb of God, I love the Holy Lamb of God. Oh, wash me in His precious blood till I am just a Lamb of God. I think you all would agree this has been a powerful Sunday. Really powerful Sunday and really a, a really awesome weekend here uh, with everything that's gone on with Community Giveaway Day and just a lot of good. And so um, in just a moment after this next song, John Michael Kennedy is going to come and speak and, and talk a little bit about the things that happened this weekend and also extend the invitation. If you would join me in standing and then after this song, John Michael will come and speak. As I travel through life with this trouble and strife, have a glorious hope to give cheer on the wings of my Tokyo, and I'll rest on that shore where the night has been turned into day. Up in the beautiful paradise, valley by the side of the river of life.
I agree with Philip. It's been a wonderful Sunday, a great weekend. And if you will, go ahead and take your Bibles and turn to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, just kind of a, a keystone verse in Ephesians 2 that reminds me of some of the things that went on this weekend. But before I tell you that verse, just a few uh, pieces of information on Community Giveaway Day. We served roughly 103 households, and that wasn't people, but some people came by themselves from their households. Some people had uh, themselves and, and four or five others and everything in between. So we served 103 homes, and out of those 103, 18 of them said that they were looking for a church home, and I hope that we made an impact on them. 35 of them said that they would like more info specifically on the Mount Juliet Church of Christ, and I hope that we can continue to follow up on that and be a good influence upon them. And out of all of those, three were bold enough to say that they would like to have a Bible study and were interested in us coming to their house, having a Bible study with them. And if you're interested in maybe making some follow-up on that, you can come to me anytime after church or sometime this week. But pretty, pretty amazing weekend that we had. And I want to give you a contrasting image to this weekend and talk a little bit more about this weekend and we'll go to Ephesians 2. A couple of years ago, the tornadoes hit Alabama, and not only was uh, the, were the major cities kind of hit, but a lot of these small towns back in the country on hilltops and ridges and so forth, uh, they were also hit pretty hard as well. And so we were at Millington at the time, and a church down the road, Oliver Creek in Memphis, uh, in Bartlett, Tennessee, had said, hey, we're going to get a bus together, and we're going to go down there, and we're just going to see what we can do. Uh, so we, we packed up some things, we got some people, and we left at dawn on a Saturday, or just, I can't remember what particular day it was, but we just dedicated the whole day to go down there and see uh, what we could do. We got down there, and we got to the Church of Christ that was in the small town. It had been hit, and it was about halfway demolished, but the basement in it was still pretty good. Uh, there was a lot of water damage in, in addition to wind damage, and it just looked like the church wasn't going to be able to be salvaged. The Church of Christ disaster relief had shown up and and many other uh, church groups and others outside of Church of Christ and just people that, that were interested in helping had shown up and were just combing this town that was totally destroyed. Uh, right at the entrance of the town was a huge other church and it was brand new, built about a year ago, I think, and it was totally demolished. And it's just a pretty sad sight to see. Pretty heavy needs stacked up. But that's not what overwhelmed me in that moment. I saw all that, I took it all in, and then we got to work. And our work was taking clothing that had been donated and finding a place to store it. The church had been flooded and the rest of it was gone. And all this clothing had been put in the basement and there was standing water there and this clothing was in the water. And that's not what overwhelmed me. I took all that in and we got to work a little bit more putting this, these bags of clothing in, in the tractor trailer that was parked out back. They've just been sitting there uh, for a few days. And these bags started coming open and things started falling out of these bags. And it was, it was Christmas sweaters from like 15 years ago. It was t-shirts that 
I might think about washing my car with, maybe, and everything in between. There was a little bit of food and toiletry items being shipped in. There was a secular insurance organization that was there cooking food, and then it overwhelmed me. The secular people know how to take care of disaster relief victims in this town, in this circumstance, better than the Church of Christ does. The church meant well, but it didn't do well. And that image has stuck with me for a very, very long time. I think we can have the best intentions when we help people in need, when we help families that need us, but we have got to identify with them and imagine what it is like to be them and to understand what they need. Now go to this past Saturday. We had spent a few months in prep for this. We had asked you to donate very specific things in very specific ways. And what I saw Saturday was different from Alabama a couple of years ago. I saw mothers with their children going through children's clothes that were on hangers and that were neatly presented. And I saw teens working the clothing section, helping them find what they needed and taking them around to the various pods. I saw teens and parents of teens and other volunteers that had shown up at the checkout station by the clothing pods, helping them bag their clothing up and taking the hangers and and even organizing the hangers for me for, for future giveaway days. I saw workers working the tent, and when people would reserve furniture, they would just sit in it to make sure nobody else took that when they had been promised it. I saw workers in our stock room, which was the lower fellowship hall, bagging up items and filling specific orders for families that needed diapers and socks and underwear and toothbrushes, toothpaste and deodorant and things that people need. The images that I saw yesterday were a sharp contrast to what I saw in Alabama. And I, I commend you for that, for your help. If you donated your time, resources, if you went to the store and bought, if you cleaned out your closet and you emptied a few items in your house that were in good condition, I commend you for giving people what they need in God's name. I give God glory for that. Now to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. This verse is loaded and it tells us six things, I think, that are very important for our identity and telling who we are so we know how to live and we know how to act. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. First of all, it lets us know that we are God's workmanship. And you may go out into nature or you may study uh, the amazing phenomena in nature and just say, wow, how complex. You may look at the universe and say, how huge is that? How amazing it is. You may go to the lake or to the mountains or out west or east or wherever and just observe the natural beauty of, of our country. You may travel abroad and notice it there. We are a part of that workmanship. Not only has God made us, God remade us in Jesus Christ. We are, according to Ephesians 2.10, created in Jesus Christ. Not only are we His workmanship, we are His redeemed workmanship. Three, we are created for a very specific purpose. 
good works. We are designed not to be selfish, but we are redeemed so that we can be unselfish and we can mirror the love of Christ, the example of of God's Son to other people and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Further, God prepared these works for us to do beforehand. This is not something that we came up with. This is not some creative idea that we designed of our own measure. Man is selfish by his own standards and creations. But God had a plan since before we were ever created to have us do good works. God is the one that prepared those. And then last but not least, we should walk in them. When we behold an awesome God, a good God that has created the universe, that has created us, that has remade us, that has given us the example to follow of His Son, that has given us atonement for our sins, that has shown us that He loved us and placed us in a family where we can be supported and encouraged, the natural response is just to do good like God is good. I think it's a very important passage that tells us who we are. And tonight, you may not know who you are. You may have forgotten why you were, why you were created. You may have forgotten who created you and haven't really spent much time with Him. I encourage you tonight to read that verse, to establish your identity if you don't have it, to reaffirm your identity if you are rooted firmly in Christ And tonight you have the opportunity to become created in Christ Jesus for good works and to live a blessed life, giving others what they need, giving glory to God, and being a part of His family. If you have gone away from that and you would like to return, as long as it's today, you have that opportunity. Every day is an opportunity for you to do good things and be recreated in Christ Jesus. Whatever your need may be, if we can help you, please come as we stand and sing.
couple we appreciate a whole lot. John and Kathy Dedman have responded tonight, and they say that they've sinned, and they ask for you, the church's forgiveness. And if they have caused anyone in this process to stumble, they pray that uh, you forgive them as well. They want to walk closer to God. They want to let His light shine on them. And they need our encouragement and prayer. So if you will, go with me in prayer for them at this time. Lord, we praise you and we thank you. And we sit here humbled and we just realize how great and how vast and measureless you are and how great and vast and measureless your love is for us. We don't always understand that. But we thank you for it anyway. Lord, we lift up John and Kathy to you this time. Pray for their marriage, for their family. Uh, We just pray a prayer of healing over them, that you will bless them, that others will forgive them, that we as a church can forgive them. Lord, we pray we can be the church and encourage them and just show your love to them in practical ways and in prayer to you on our knees in the future. Lord, we, pr- we, we thank you for their family and their service and your kingdom at this church. Lord, there are probably others here tonight that have missed out on your love that are far away from you. And Lord, we pray that they can be restored, that they will know you, that they will taste and see that you are God and there's no one like you and that you're amazing. Lord, we pray for those people. We pray over ourselves as well, that we may walk with you every day, that we may know your love and do good works, the works that you designed us to do, and give glory to you and spread your name. Lord, we thank you most of all for your Son, Jesus Christ. It's through his name we give thanks to you. Amen. What an awesome day it's been. More importantly, what an awesome God we serve. And we're thankful that you've been with us today. If you would join me in standing and pass your... You're not passing cards tonight, are you? You can join me in standing anyway. And if you missed the Lord's Supper this morning, it's been prepared in a room that's through the exit of the auditorium. That's the announcement I make on Sunday night, right? And uh, while we sing this last song, you can be dismissed there and uh, you can take care of that at that time. We'll sing this song and we'll be dismissed in prayer. Father in heaven, how we love.